0: G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell on this last working day of the week. Today being Friday, the 26th of November 2021. Trust you've had a phenomenal week and you've hit all the goals and all the objectives that you are hoping to hit. So as we wrap up the week, probably a a little bit shorter podcast today, but a, a really important topic nonetheless. And it comes out of a number of conversations I've had with clients and organizations this week in relation to a number of leaders having some challenges with uh, their leadership environments but also getting some feedback from their their teams, sometimes their individuals and sometimes collective teams, in relation to their leadership capability and their current leadership position in terms of their performance. Now, this is not necessarily a negative thing, but it's something that we all need to be aware of because uh, everything, certainly in leadership, is feedback and every opportunity is an opportunity to learn from and an opportunity to create a platform to drive constant and never-ending improvement. So the key question we want to ask today is, and I want you to think about this for yourself, is are you an inclusive leader? Now, today more than ever, we need to be embracing diversity. We need to be more inclusive in terms of a leader. Organizations are finding out that they need to be more and more inclusive as well and embracing people from different backgrounds, different cultures different experiences genders beliefs all sorts of things so it stands to reason that we as leaders also have a responsibility in our team to better embrace diversity and better embrace inclusivity so this is a this is a question that we've been contemplating this week in a number of facilitation sessions but also a number of coaching conversations we've had and really challenging ourselves and challenging each other and challenging the organizations as to are we really inclusive or are we just applying Lip service. Now the responsibility on leaders, if you think about this, and specifically sales leaders in this context, the responsibility we have as sales leaders has never been greater. The way we're leading in 2021 and into 2022 is going to be different to how we were led back in 1999. Yes, times have changed. We've come up <laughs> with the technologies improved. Yes, there's also some timeless principles that will always stand the test of time and will still apply today. But the essence of leadership has changed and the expectations of leaders has also increased significantly. And I often say to leaders that it's not for the faint-hearted, and it's not necessarily going to be for everybody. And so there are a lot of people that think they want to be a leader until they get into the position and realize that the responsibility that comes with being a leader is not necessarily what they thought it was going to be. And then they start to realize, well, this is not what I signed up for, so therefore I think I might be better equipped to go back to being an individual contributor. And I also say that there's nothing wrong with that because as leaders, we need to be really, really clear on what we stand for and what's important to us and therefore what the team's expecting and what we're trying to drive in terms of key outcomes. Now, if you reflect back to, if you listen to the previous podcast, I did a podcast a couple of days ago in relation to team alignment, team values and team standards and how important it is for us to align a team because that essentially underpins exceptional performance. So today I wanted to cover off an important area as we need to embrace this more and more, and it's going to be only increasing in terms of the expectation that our companies and whole industries, if you like, are going to have on leaders moving into the future, and that is inclusive leadership. So when you think about this, I had a conversation with a number of people this week in relation to this topic and thinking about, well, what are the key principles that great leaders embrace that enables them to be inclusive. And what was interesting is the number of conversations that we had, we determined that a lot of the experiences that people were having at the moment in different industries and in different companies uh, was really about what not to do. And every single situation, this is a great lesson for all leaders and for all people who are aspiring to be leaders, is every situation is an opportunity to learn something. Now, whether that be a positive habit that you can reinforce and continue to either do yourself or install as a new habit for yourself, but also there's an opportunity to learn as to what not to do. And some of these experiences around inclusivity are great experiences that may, may and sometimes these become great only with the benefit of hindsight because in at the time, they're not necessarily the great experience because you feel as if you're not being included in, in key meetings or in key conversations or in key strategy sessions. And one client in particular was sharing with me how it feels as if they are being uh, not so much discarded but left out of various conversations to the point where they're kind of wondering what's happening at the strategic level, what's happening also at the operational level, and why is it that they're not included in certain conversations and certain meetings? And it's almost like, well, are they excluding me for a specific reason? Am I no longer required? And therefore, you start to have these conversations with yourself. To start thinking, well, what am I going to do here? What am I doing here? Do I need to be looking for a new job? And that, unfortunately, is a creation of uh, exclusivity, if you like, for one of a better term, that is created by the leader. Now, this is an example of what not to do. So the conversation we're having this week is, okay, what are some principles we can consider that will help us become a little bit more inclusive as a leader? And some of these are just reminders for us as leaders to be conscious of uh, because all of this is about emotional intelligence and being self-aware but also reading the play and being socially aware as well. So as we covered off on the podcast earlier this week around team alignment, the first thing is great leaders need to be crystal clear and they are crystal clear on what their why is. As a leader, as an individual, they know exactly why they're doing what they're doing. But the other thing they are also crystal clear on is what is the, what is the reason behind the team? Why, they, why is the team existing? Why is the team doing what they're doing? What do they stand for? And what are the standards of behavior that are crystal clear that we can tangibly measure and continue to observe? So that's the first key thing around inclusivity, being really crystal clear on what your why is. The second thing that great leaders do is they create an environment that encourages people to be themselves. And this is always going to be aligned to the team values. I remember back when I was a sales leader looking at bringing people in, and this goes back to having a balance of different personality types and different behaviors types within your team and not wanting to have a one-dimensional team because if you have a one-dimensional team, it becomes lopsided. And you might have some short-term success, but you certainly won't develop sustainability and replicability in your team. So making sure there's an environment where You're encouraging people who have different experiences and different backgrounds. And this is one of the reasons why I was very, very particular on the people that I brought into my sales team back when I was running sales teams in the telecommunications industry because it wasn't just relying upon people who had uh, tangible experience and track record in a certain industry or a certain company that I wanted to bring in. I wanted to bring in people who were different, who maybe had sales experience and in some cases who didn't have sales experience but I was looking for very specific attributes that I knew would add a different dimension to my team so I have already recorded a podcast I think about 12 months ago on one particular person who had a background in ballet who wasn't uh, wasn't uh, experienced in sales at all but she had a lot of key attributes that I was looking for and she became an extraordinary uh, salesperson and has gone on to be a really great leader in a, in a completely different industry. So the key thing is a great leader will look for that environment, and they'll first of all identify what the environment they want to want to have looks like, what success looks like, and look for people who can add flavor and dimension, add color to that particular dimension, which means they're encouraging people to be themselves. Now as long as they're aligned to the team values, and this is the important thing, we've got to align across a common goal, and that goes without saying we actually get to a position where as a great leader, as an inclusive leader, we are making it safe for everybody to be themselves and there's no fear of judgment from anybody else within the team. What this creates is a term called psychological safety. Now, irrespective of people's background, irrespective of their gender, irrespective of things like their sexual or sexual orientation, their values or their beliefs, if you create an environment where people are psychologically safe, it actually gives them a fear of confidence, and a fear of certainty that they can be themselves. And through that process, you have a much higher probability of it being able to extract and maximize the potential of that particular person. And one of the earliest things that I was ever taught by one of my mentors was when it comes to judgment, and we all do this because we all have biases, and I'll talk about biases in a second, if we can judge people, well we shouldn't be judging people based on what we believe to be true and what we value. We should be judging people based on what they value and what they believe to be true. So if we can do that and create that environment where there is a level of psychological safety, guess what? We're creating inclusivity in, uh, in that particular team. The other thing to think about as well as being feedback machines, I've, I'm staggered at the number of uh, leaders that I work with who don't get any feedback from their one-up leaders or their two-up leaders. Uh, All all the feedback, quote-unquote, comes from top-down command and control type directions. Inclusive leaders are feedback machines. They're constantly seeking feedback from people in terms of what's working, what's not working. They're looking for feedback from themselves in terms of what they're doing well versus what they're not doing so well. And so they create this environment where feedback is not just expected, it actually is demanded. They're also insatiably curious about what's going on, and they're constantly seeking to understand what is happening within the environment. They're also really curious to try and understand people at a deeper personal level. Now, this is not necessarily prying into people's personal lives, but it is actually being curious enough to show an interest and a genuine interest, and this is the key thing, a genuine interest in their team and in their people as people, because what will happen is, as an inclusive leader, you build a level of trust, people are going to feel comfortable sharing more information to you about themselves, they're going to reveal more about themselves and they're going to feel more comfortable in that environment because you've created an environment of certainty. The key thing here is make sure that whatever is being shared with you, you become like a vault, that nothing actually gets shared to a third party. It is only between you and that particular person unless they give you express permission to share it with somebody else and it's relevant to do that. So being insatiably curious and always seeking to understand. Hence, we've got to be aware, therefore, of what our biases are because we all have them, a lot of them are conscious and a lot of them are unconscious. So being aware of that and just increasing your level of own your own emotional intelligence and being more self-aware but also being aware of how certain people are making you feel and asking yourself, why am I feeling this? And tapping into and asking yourself the questions around well, what sort of bias is coming to the surface now? Why am I choosing to feel this way or react in this way based on what I'm seeing in front of me? So being really, really curious is a key element to being inclusive, which means our level of self-awareness has to be at an extreme level so that we are more aware of our conscious biases, but also starting to be asking ourselves better questions around what are our unconscious biases. Because if we can identify those and respond to those and even those out and sort of put them to the side, and not judge people based on what those biases are. Again, we're being a lot more inclusive. And the final part is uh, inclusive leaders, they are servant leaders. They are simply servant leaders. They're constantly looking for opportunities to serve the team, serve them as a group, but also serve as individuals. And they know that they are not the most important person in the room, most, most important person in the team. They are actually the least important person in the team. Now, this might be sounding a little bit counterintuitive, but stick with me because as a great leader, as a servant leader, it's always looking for what is best for the team and how can I best serve the team, which means that from a mindset perspective, I am certainly not the most important person in the team. Now, this is where it becomes a little bit uh, challenging for a lot of people. By placing that mindset and having that thought process in terms of I'm not the most important person, it means that all the attention is now focused on how I can best help the team members. Now, through that process, here is the funny thing, and that is you end up having to be the most important person in the team because you're the one that is the catalyst for that team. To get better because you're the one that creates that environment. So My experience has been certainly working with a number of leaders over the last few years is the servant leaders who really focus in on this particular discipline automatically become more inclusive simply because of their focus on servitude. So If there was one element of all of this that a leader could apply immediately and really make a change in a very, very short period of time, it would be that one, being more of a servant leader and looking for opportunities To serve. So as we finish up this particular podcast and as we wrap up the week, let's just reflect and spend some time over the week and think about what if I ask myself and I've asked people within my team and and key influencers that I really respect and ask them the direct question, do you believe that I'm an inclusive leader? What would they say? Because it's often the insights that you get from those people that will verify that, you know what, you're on the right track you got some areas to continue to focus on. You're doing things really well, but it also might identify some gaps you might have that enable you to identify what those gaps are, but then start thinking about what are some tactics and strategies that I can put in place to bridge those gaps, to close those gaps, to enable me to be more inclusive because the expectations being placed upon us as leaders, both now but also more importantly into the future, are going to be bigger and bigger And a key prerequisite of great leadership is going to be inclusivity. So let's make sure we're focusing more and more on being an inclusive leader and just watch what happens, not just to your team in terms of the environment, but also to the people's individual engagement into your team. So be an inclusive leader. Now, as a reminder, as we wrap up, if you love to work together one-on-one, love to have the opportunity of working with you and helping you not only become more of an inclusive leader, but also help you well on your way to becoming an exceptional sales leader. Simply go to my calendar at leaderwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, we'll jump on Zoom, have a conversation and get started to work. And we can get that done in as little as 90 days from now. So I very much look forward to that conversation. You have a phenomenal weekend and look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best.